Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we are continuing our discussion of the 2006 Return of Condor Heroes. We are on, uh, what is it, episodes 31 through 33? And, yes. And, uh, and in these episodes, uh, again, big spoilers. Like I, ca- I cannot emphasize enough how much spoiler <laughs> territory we're going to be getting into, starting with my, my overview. So if you don't want to know, stop listening. But in, in these episodes, Lee Mocho dies, uh, uh, Master Gong Soon and his wife Tianchi and his daughter Lua also die. Uh, Zhao Longnu vanishes. She, uh, she, at first we think she might have uh, committed suicide at a cliff, but there's a mysterious note left behind about a, uh, about a, a possible reunion with the Angor in 16 years. And, yeah. uh, and throughout these episodes, we get a lot of Guafu uh, just kind of creating problems for people and getting into fights and uh, uh, just having issues. Uh, just being so, awful. Yeah. It's, but, uh... <laughs> so, well, well, number one, what did you think? I mean, I know there's a lot of ground covered here, but what was your overall feeling about about well, they really movie? They really uh, stripped down the villain roster on the show during these episodes. It was just cleaning house. Uh, let's Let's just get rid of all the excess villains here. We got really Moshu and the, the whole, all the, the passionless Valley stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, a lot fewer bad guys on the show. So it was, I, I guess is a good thing. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed these episodes. Uh, I, I, uh, I think I may have enjoyed the, uh, earlier batch a little more, but, uh, it was good stuff. And, uh, now, when you say earlier batch, do you mean the previous episodes we watched? Or the first? Yeah, the previous, oh, okay. the ones in the previous episode. Now, now but, why uh, do you think that is? What was it about these episodes that didn't win you over as much as the previous ones? I got. I, I was getting a little. I was getting a little frustrated with the whole ongoing poisoning thing and the, the further complications. It's like, okay, <laughs> okay, you know, like when he refused to take the pill and shucked it off the cliff. It's like we've gone through so much to get to that. And, just tossed it away, but uh, I mean, I was enjoying the episodes on the whole. That was just one element that was. Uh, I was I'm ready, ready for the show to move past that. Okay, no, that and and we are sort of get. I, th- I think we're we're over that point in the story, but yeah, it has, yeah. it's been about what like a solid ten episodes of various poisonings, <laughs> um, and yeah. also we get we get another separation of Yango and Zhao Longnu. So you might have been a little tired of that as well. And this one is like pretty substantial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, and uh, near the end of the, the the last episode we watched, when uh, when when they decide, hey, let's go destroy every single one of these passion flowers. I was just like, yes, get rid of all of them. <laughs> just I, just wipe them from the earth. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I I I thought that was a good move. That happened in the book too. Uh, I remember thinking, I, ho- I hope somebody doesn't get pricked by a passion flower while they're rooting off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, though they do have the cure now. They know that they can use the uh, the heartbreaking gl- grass. I think it was called in the in the in the book. I think it was called like intestine ripping or intestine cutting grass. Um, okay, that which, sounds uh, that fits with the, uh, the the warning he's given. You know, it's like wait, if you keep taking this after you've eliminated the poison, it'll make your intestines explode or something. So, yeah, that that fits. But uh, 
but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I have to say that the Lee Rochu stuff, uh, I, I, I was not anticipating that her, her great weakness that would destroy her was her all consuming love. That was the, <laughs> that was the thing that undid her. She just loved too much. Uh. <laughs> well, I, I told you, you know, there's, you know, she, she's actually like a very sensitive soul. There's a, you know, there, there you know, if her life had gone a different way, she would have been a very gentle person, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah. How, how did you feel about how she died? What was your, uh, you know, what was your reaction to it? I enjoyed that. I mean, I've been complaining about the passion flower poisoning thing and everything, but that, that is one element where the passion flowers really kind of, uh, paid off very well was with uh with the limochu storyline with that that revealing or being unable to hide the fact you know and everyone around going oh she's thinking about i can't remember his name but uh she's thinking about her love and it's like no <laughs> oh yeah. yeah um what's his name uh jean yuan was that his name um Lu uh, I, I honestly i cannot recall but um. uh but yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a satisfying uh, end to our character. I mean, I I have mixed feelings. It's good to see her get her final kind of comeuppance. But uh, uh, you know, on the other hand, it's she is, she is such a great character. You're kind of sad to see her go at the same time. Yeah, it was a very dramatic scene. She runs into the fire, and it, it, yeah. it is. I mean, this was a really operatic uh, portion of the show. I think the whole show is very operatic, but here you really see it. And I noticed. There, there's like a melody that they keep playing, and they play it when she's doing the, um, when when she's thinking about uh, Jean Yuan, and everybody is commenting on how she's still in love with him and all this stuff, and I realized when I when they because they were showing the words, those are the words to her song in the book, that's um, oh. that's her what is love song. It's got another name, but in the books, uh, I, I I at least one of the translations, and I and and it appears a number of times, so I might have it off, but it. It's something along the lines of, Oh mortals, what is love that binds life on earth? To all corners as pair we fly, braving summer and winter by and by. And then it goes on and on. Um, but it's like a little poem that she's singing. And whenever she arrives to kill somebody, she's actually singing it in the book. And I thought it was a real... like I, I realized like that, that melody that they have singing in the background, that, that really fits with what it would have probably sounded like in the book. Um, so I think they did a good job. And I had, I had never noticed that detail before with this show, um, but uh, but yeah it was a uh, yeah I was always sort of I was always hoping for a better ending for Lee Mocha like she was gonna you know yeah uh, like because because there's almost this window where Yi Dang is there and because throughout the episodes he's trying to help Chien uh, redeem himself or at least you know not become a total homicidal maniac again and. And, and you almost think maybe he could extend that to Lee Mocho. Like maybe this is, you know, there's a perfect opportunity for him to step in and say, you know, no more killing. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> you know I will, I will, I will tutor her as well. And, uh, you know, it just, you know, I don't think she would have been a good student. I think, I think she's even more far gone than uh, Qian Ren. I think, uh, I think she was, you know, just like you said, she was just all, so consumed by her love for this guy that, it, it, it that was the only possible way she could die um, yeah i i mean that's the thing it's like on the one hand i you know part of me would like to see her be redeemed but on the other hand it's always tricky ground when with redeemed villains whether they re remain interesting characters or whether you feel like they kind of uh you know 
this kind of ruined the character in the process. So I, I'm okay with her remaining who she was and uh, ultimately having her tragic death there. Yeah, I really like the way that Chien's arc is playing out in this story. I thought, like, what did you think of the mm. scene where there's a there's a they're they're in the court with uh, um, with Chianchi and and he starts freaking out and he takes the baby. He takes he takes uh, uh, Guajang and 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 Huang Rong reacts by laughing. She starts laughing, yeah. pretending like and she and she pretends to be the divine mathematician. So that she can, uh, who's the mother of the child that he killed, and and that's what sort of brings him back to you know uh, to where Reverie Dang wants him. Um, so I don't know. What, what were, did you like that scene, or do you have any thoughts? No, that was that was a great scene, and it was it was it was very uh, very very tricky uh, play to pull off by uh, Huang Rong. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me, Huang Rong there, but. Uh, I don't know. It worked. It worked. Yeah, it's it's fun watching her, uh, her her schemes play out in different ways across the story. Like she has the scheme there, and it and it succeeds. It could have gone catastrophically wrong, but she ends up mm. saving the baby. But then later, when uh, Yango and Jialong knew after everything's been, and we'll get into all the stuff with Master Gong soon and all that because that's important too. But after that. Uh, he and Zhao Longnu are sort of content to just go and be together until they both die. And uh, Huang Rong wants Yang Guo to take the, uh, the, the heartbreaking grass. And so she talks privately with Zhao Longnu and just says, hey, can you do something to, pers- to persuade him? And Zhao Longnu ends up uh, leaving the next day and uh, um, he finds her flower by the cliff and then there's a note carved in the cliffside and it says um like you know i'll meet my husband again in 16 years and and before she had left the night before she said you remember when you were my student and you always listened to me you're going to continue to do that right And he's like oh yes absolutely you know i'll always listen to my wife and and uh and uh huang rong uh when yangua finds this note says oh this is great news uh you know, yeah. uh, she she met the divine nun from the southern seas who comes here every sixteen years. My father met her thirty two years ago. She's this Buddhist saint, and she she obviously has you know met Xiaolong Nu, and 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 she's a little bit inconsiderate because she's taken her away and she won't be coming back to the mainland for another sixteen years. But you can you can be with her again, and I mean you know it's uh, <laughs> I mean I don't know what was your before before I talk about the Huang Rong element what was your reaction to that explanation when you saw it well yeah it's it's kind of funny because you know we have as as you just mentioned the scene with her and the baby and Chien and you know her kind of playing him it's like having just had a scene of her kind of doing a manipulative act to fool someone I'm like so is this real is this is this Huang Rong doing another another trick here or is she is she really you know it's 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 a very very plausible that it's a it's a trick on her part, but it's if it was a trick, I one element I liked in it was that she never brings up the fact that if 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 Zhao Long Nu goes off with this this you know nun that she can be healed you know her poison through the training that's something she just leaves on the table yeah. for for for, uh, 
for uh, Yang Bao to pick up himself, you know, which is which is a great when anytime you know anytime you're trying to deceive someone, letting them take that final step to reach the false conclusion yeah. you want is is just is just grand grand scamming there. So well, I was uh, with Wang Rong. That's the good thing about her. Her 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 schemes really are well thought out in the stories. And so when she, ha- and, and in this case, you're sort of left to wonder as a reader or a reviewer, is this a Huang Rong scam or is this a legit thing? Cause in this universe, yeah. it could be either. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so it's, it's they're, very, they're both plausible. And, uh, and so, and so, you know, things end with Yango agreeing to take the, uh, the, the heartbreaking grass. And he, he remains behind with, uh, um, uh, Lu uh, Lu Shuang and uh, Chen Ying, uh, and they become sworn siblings. Yeah, and, and he also promises to teach uh, Lu Shuang because she's technically he considers her a member of his sect to teach her. I forget which technique, but one of the remaining techniques that she had to learn. Um, it might have been like Jade Maiden or something. Um, yeah, I like that whole uh, resolution there. That was a, a nice touch. And, uh, but, uh, but oh, to go back to Wong Rong, though, I've got one more yeah, thing to course. say on that too, which is I think it's kind of funny. Like I said, it was a really well played scheme. Assuming it's a scheme, it was perfectly played. Except I felt like she still didn't get what she wanted because I feel like I mean, obviously she cares about Yang Guo. Not to say she 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 doesn't want him to die. That is mm-hmm. part of it. But in her wheel spinning brain, it's like I feel like on top of her personal you know, desire to have him not die. She also wanted him to go back to fight the Mongols yeah. with them. It's like, he's this epic hero and they need him as a player in this war. And he's like, nah, I'm just going to stay here and wait. <laughs> well, what's so interesting is this is the point in the story where Yang is reached like a pinnacle. Uh, he gets more powerful even, but like he's reached a point where he is, you know, there are very few people who rival him. And mm-hmm. he, as a result, he's kind of like a walking powder keg. If you don't, you know what I mean. Like, like the most yeah. catastrophic thing imaginable has happened. Xiao Long knew has vanished in mysterious circumstances, and he could react in any number of crazy ways to that. And so, yeah. and you're fully aware of that as the scene is playing. You're like, this guy is like, if he freaks out in a bad way, like, who knows what will happen? Um, and it's one. Yeah, of the things see that, when he does freak out was was pretty scary scene. So. <laughs> Now we also had the stuff with Gong Soon and Qian Chi and Lua, and I had—I remember I had brought it up because I didn't know if they—if they actually had that plot thread in this version of the story, which apparently they do, um, where Gong Soon, tri- uh, Master Gong Soon, tries to team up with Li Mocho, and you know mm-hmm. we, we see sort of the full escalation of his evil as he he agrees to work with Li Mocho, who's been poisoned by the the passion flower. And he even offers to, um, to he says, look, I have an idea. We'll, we'll throw my daughter into a poison flower patch. <laughs> and we'll, because that's the only thing my wife cares about. And then we'll bring her there and we'll get, we'll, when she takes out the antidote to give it to Lua, we'll give it to you. And he says, my daughter will yeah. die, but you'll be saved. And, you know, and in the book, it's much more clear that he has like carnal desires on, on Lee Mocho. Um, and in this, it's a little less clear, but... Yeah, they didn't play it up much this episode. I felt like it was apparent in the previous scenes they were together, but it didn't seem as apparent in this these episodes. And and even Lee Mocho's sort of internal disgust at him is also, I think, if I recall, <laughs> apparent in the books. But uh, 
But but it's funny because Lee Mocho says, well, you know what? We don't actually have to throw her into a flower patch. You can just say she got thrown into one. You know, we could just lie. And he's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. She, she, you know, oh. they, we need it to be convincing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, it's just this. And she over and uh, Lua overhears. And so then she ends up poisoning herself and goes to her mother and tries to use a similar tactic, but to get it so that so that she can give it to Yangor. And it's, I don't know, it's like a really tragic story for her. Like, I feel like Lua yeah. really gets the worst of everything. Because she's, she's probably, out of all the characters except for Zhao Longnu, she probably treats Yango the best and most selflessly. I mean, everybody treats him pretty well, actually, when you think about it. But, uh, yeah, but, I know. You know, his, complaints, I know. <laughs> his complaints feel really shallow when you... When we, it's like he's got this whole gang of when he when he when they're trying to convince him to take the you know the grass and stuff. It's just like he's there's this whole gang of people that are all like, "We want you to live. Yeah. You're awesome." And he's still, oh, I'm so tragic and lonely. But uh, yeah, it's it, it, that is that is pretty funny. But uh, but yeah, I, 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 I've got to say the whole uh, Gong Soon plot. You know, like I said, I had I had ambivalence with Lee Mochu just because she is such a, an interesting character. You almost want her to stick around a little longer, yeah. even though she is a terrible person. With Gong Soon, it's just good. He's dead. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. glad to see him go. Him There's and his stupid nothing. wife together in the pit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate belong. them both. I hate them both. I mean. Well, God, even even with all the suffering his wife has, it's like she's just so terrible. I can't even have any sympathy for that. Her only redeeming quality is that she actually cares for her daughter, which is really the bare minimum that you're supposed to have. Yeah. Anyways. So. Yeah. Well, that's that's you know to go to go off on a on a non-topic tangent briefly. It's like that's my thing whenever Star Wars comes up. It's like wait, Darth Vader's redeemed because he wouldn't kill his own son. Yeah. That's Come on, yeah. that doesn't that's make up of, for anything. That's like zero. That's like that's like just baseline. Um, but uh, but yeah, and so you know, Lua in the in the book, I remember it being a little bit more deliberate on Master Gong Soon's part. But in this one, uh, it's a little ambiguous exactly what happens. But she ends up on his sword in the end, and uh, so her father's sword ends up killing her. And yeah. And uh, you know, I don't. I feel, I, like I, 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 I think she's probably the character I feel the worst for in the whole series. And um, and then yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. It's like her, her throwing herself on the sword like that and walking up the sword was. Uh, it's like it's just she. She's just, you know. I mean, the the internal pain she has to feel to want to want to do that to be like it's it's just you know both her parents have just so thoroughly destroyed her by that point. <laughs> Well, and she's the oh. one who tries to help Yangua find the the pill too, because at one point her mother instructs her to like kill him or something, and she she very lazily spits a seed or a stone at him, but inside yes. is the antidote, and uh, and so yeah, I don't know, she's just like a very uh, likable character, but uh, but I, I did like the scene where uh, where Chianchi and and uh, and uh, Master Gong Soon confront each other and she's basically pretending to be crazy to lure him into a trap and uh and and she also sets the whole place on fire which is really what sparks limocho's demise and you know uh kind of kind of propels things uh <laughs> yeah i mean well i mean limocho was pretty close to doomed at that point but uh yeah she was surrounded by everybody that hated her and wanted her dead and 
and uh, poisons. Yeah. And, and even Yango sort of writes her off and is like, look, you know, you've, you abandoned ancient tomb long ago. You're on your own. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I know seeing that happen was, uh, that, that it's like, it, he's at least, at least made a pretense to having some respect for her in the past. Well, I but, thought too that that, um, the, the, I, I felt like that, uh, that connection between her and Yango was like the one thread that really kind of, I don't know, it, it, it connected her to humanity in a way. Like it made mm-hmm. her like a person who had actual connections. And so once that was gone, you know, once he had sort of had enough, then it was over. Uh, I almost, I almost kind of felt angry at him for that. Like I felt like he still should have been, had this loyalty to his old mm-hmm. sect mate. Uh, but I mean, she obviously, she was at the point now where she's like, cause in the book, what's even more clear is like, she's the one who kills uh, the Indian sage, who's the guy who's looking yes. for the cure with the thing that she's poisoned with, and so oh, that was, that was very clear in the show too. But, but. but in the book, what's more clear is that she's she's much more aware, like like she's much more deliberate of her killing. Of her. Oh, like in okay. this, she kind of, he gets hit with a stray needle, but in that one, she just kind of mali- if I remember, I could be wrong, but I recall her maliciously just killing him, and yeah, uh, and so the and 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 they just happen to. To, to find him clutching the uh, the 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 heart uh, breaking grass and that's how they're able to deduce what the cure is. Um, there was also the scenes we talked about before with uh, Guafu and she has a lot of little skirmishes with uh, Lu Shuang um, and Lu Shuang really impressed me with her sharp tongue. Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole uh, oh well, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people walking around saying they're the child of. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the the yeah yeah she really really got to her which was great i enjoyed i enjoyed seeing her seeing kwafu get get really really taken apart like that well and it was funny because like guafu is just sluggish enough that it's like you have that dynamic where like this person who's just slow like just off the ball a bit the other person's able to even when their point doesn't really make sense able to slap them with it so at one state, like when she accuses Guafu of being a bastard and it takes Guafu a moment to realize, it's like, wait, why would she say that I'm pretending to be? She's like, hey, hey, you're calling me. Hey. And, then, and then she's like, am I going to have to like, you know, you're, you're call, like, you know, so I'm a bastard, huh? Like, I'm, am I going to have to cut off your leg? And she said something back to her like, you know, you know, whether you cut my leg or not or off like leg off or not you know you're a you know you're you're a bastard like it was like a really uh it was like just the right and it was it was much better than i'm phrasing but it was just a uh it was like a really perfect rebuttal to and she just kept doing that to her just whatever guafu said she just kept you know getting back at her just like, yeah well, one one thing that got in her head too was going oh well you know you can you know I me mean? but are you, are you going to go after everyone with a wagging yeah. tongue about this you yeah. know she's like what other people who else is <laughs> yeah. talking about this <laughs> yeah because it, it was just just Lu, Lu Shuang was just so relentless with these attacks um, and so yeah I, uh, and 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 go and the thing about Guafu is I mean at this point in the story she's cut off Yangor's arm she's she's responsible for everything that's going on at this very moment with Zhao Longnu and Yangor like she is uh, she, and 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 Zhao Longnu and Yangor couldn't be more gracious towards her in in how they you know I mean uh-huh. well that's our fate you know like that's sort of their their reaction and she's still continuing down this path of just she can she can. Can never seem to grasp that she's the one who's in the wrong, um, 
And no. I think that I think Lu Shuang might have even kind of hinted at what I was talking about in the book, where what's really going on is Guo Fu deep down is in love with Yang Guo, and and that is mm-hmm. what's motivating this behavior. Um, but again, because her personality well, is like she can't acknowledge when she's wrong, she not in a million years would she ever be able to acknowledge that that's the motivation for for what's happening. Yeah, no, there was definitely something ironic about Guafu going going so hard over making someone making fun of someone because they're in, in love with Yang Guao and he but yeah. he loves someone else and so ha ha it's like yeah okay you're you're projecting well I mean obviously she did care about him but uh, but but you know still it's like you're the last person that should be making fun of someone over that and uh, and we finally get back to Guo Jing it's funny because up until this point people keep expecting Guo Jing to arrive in some way they keep like you know you know like uh uh yeah so she true. thinks that you know like she when when yango is like look who i brought and he's talking about her brother she she thinks that he's talking about gua jing and uh and and earlier when it, it wasn't in the show but in the book when uh yellow chi arrives and, he, and he's firing his arrows they think it's uh uh gua jing's arrows um so you know there's sort of this deliberate like oh you know you know you're not going to see gua jing for a little bit and and so we finally get back to him and the mongols of been afflicted with plagues they're they're leaving uh the city alone for a little while um and uh i don't know i didn't i didn't go ahead to the next episode so i can't remember if this is where we get the time skip or not but i believe we've ended at the point where now we're going to get the big time skip to um, okay. to uh you know several years in the future and so i think it'll be it, i think we ended at a very interesting point there might be one other episode that kind of leads into it but I'm pretty yeah, sure. it was a little ambiguous. I wasn't sure if the time skip was about to occur or not, but uh, but yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was. I mean, it was a very, very satisfying ending point for the three episodes. Sometimes they're more. Sometimes they're more cliffhangery than others. But yeah. this felt. This did feel a, a very resolved kind of point for the moment. So, yeah. So I don't know any. Any additional thoughts on the episode? Any other points that we haven't gone over? Uh, no, that's most of it. I mean, I, I'm intrigued to see what the truth behind the whole Zhao Long new disappearance thing is. Because on the one hand, I'm like, it feels very much like a Huang Rong plot. But on the other hand, it can't be as simple as Zhao Long Nu just went off to die because I don't feel like the show would, would quite have her just disappear like that and, and just go off and die of poisoning. But I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. We'll, well and, and he did confirm that that was her writing because he questioned that at first. And then he said, oh, no, but she does that little thing with the last character. Oh, well, yeah, well, she definitely wrote it. I just, I just you know, if, if she is... Collapse. Just my my question: If it is a long wrong plot, you know, did she did she you know think it up together with uh with uh Zhao Long Nu? Did they are they collaborating on this together? Is the question. You, you know what we'll do when 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 and if that is answered, we should go back to this scene and watch it again, and you know just see like just like because yeah. there's a lot of little details that I don't want to I don't want to highlight because oh, no, no. I think it could give away, but. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 definitely an interesting part in the book, um, but, and it's it's like a culmination of their whole relationship. Like they're constantly having these partings, and so now you have this potential for a sixteen-year uh, uh, gap. Like you know, like 
you know, in the past, like 10 days has been too long for them to be apart. Imagine what 16 years could do. So, uh, I know, I know it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it was an interesting twist. I did not see that coming for sure. And, uh, and yeah, so, so, so anyways, we will, uh, we will, uh, be back, I guess next week with, I don't know. We'll probably end up doing like the last episodes all together, probably because we got like what, like seven. So I don't know. We'll talk about it after the podcast. But we'll we'll be back with some more Return of Condor Heroes, and I think this coming Friday we're going to be doing The Blade, which is a mid '90s remake of the One Armed Swordsman, and I'm sure we have other stuff coming up down the pike. So uh, until then, we will talk to you later. Bye.